0: let's do that now heavenly father thank you for your word that makes it clear to us that you made us and that you know everything there is to know about us every intricate detail of our physical situations i pray you do a mighty healing work in these situations that we've mentioned and any Lord God that we have failed to mention you are the healer the great physician and we trust you we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you are sovereign totally in control of everything we know beyond a shadow of a doubt that nobody loves these that are sick more than you do We know you're not going to let anything come their way that's not first filtered through your love and your sovereignty. And so we ask you, for the sake of your name and your kingdom, for the sake of your love and your mercy and your grace, we ask you, Lord God, to touch and heal. Show yourself strong. Be glorified and magnified in how you deal with these situations. We trust your will. We desire to see immediate miraculous healings. We desire, if that's not the case, for you to be glorified through doctors and medicine. Lord, if you choose to glorify yourself by healing when you see your children face to face, we trust your will. And we thank you in advance for whatever you choose to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we ask these things. Amen. If you have your Bible, turn to the 119th Psalm. I'm going to uh, probably read through the 16th verse, beginning in the first verse. Those of you that are here and are able, please stand out of respect for the reading of God's Word Psalm 119 I was asked to uh, preach this message I had preached it years ago and just hit the highlights went through all hundred and seventy some verses of it in one service just to uh, point out the fact that the Word of God is supreme Titled that message fall in love with the word if the lord uh, continues to lead me in that direction since i was asked to re-preach it i'm just going to bite little chunks off of it on sunday mornings and uh, we'll walk through it verse by verse and see what the lord has to say to us through it be back tonight uh on the uh, live stream or if uh, we need you here and you feel comfortable being here, y'all come back too. And uh, we will uh, probably spend the night praising the Lord. Uh, I'm, fe- I'm feeling like Sunday nights are going to be for praise until the guys feel well enough to come back and uh, maybe on Wednesday night we'll just pray the word. But the Lord will lead in all that. Psalm 119. Blessed are the undefiled in the way, who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies, and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity, they walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes then shall i not be ashamed when i have respect unto all thy commandments i will praise thee with uprightness of heart when i shall have learned thy righteous judgments i will keep thy statutes O oh, forsake me not utterly wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereunto according to thy word. With all my heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy commandments. Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Blessed art thou, O Lord, teach me thy statutes. With my lips have I declared all the judgments of thy mouth. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways I will delight myself in thy statutes I will not forget thy word as you're being seated let's ask God to bless the reading of his word to the nourishment of our spirit Father I'm asking you to do what I cannot do. Lord, I'm asking you to reveal your word to our hearts. I'm asking you, Lord God, to fill me with your spirit. I'm asking you to hide me behind the cross. I'm asking you, Lord God, to control every thought and every word. I'm asking you, Lord God, not to let me say anything you don't want said. And I'm asking you not to let me leave out anything that you do want said. And I'm asking you to help me, to help us to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. In Jesus' name, thank you for what you're doing. Laws, ways, testimonies, precepts, statutes, commandments, judgments all refer to the Word of God. This 119th Psalm is all about the Word of God. Little review from uh, last week. We determined in verse 9 that the word of God is cleansing it is initial cleansing the Bible says that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God the word of God is continual cleansing it is the same faith that brings us to salvation that we walk out our salvation in we walk by faith and not by sight. It's continual cleansing. Sanctification is a process. We mess that process up, we just continue the process. We ask God to forgive us, we take that next step forward. And of course, Someday, the Word of God is going to bring us to ultimate cleansing. My dad is close to that door. We said in verse 9 last time that uh, when this ninth verse says, how shall a young man cleanse his way? In light of eternity, we're all young. doesn't matter how old we are. My 87-year-old dad... Is just about to start living. In verse 10. We'll take off today. And we'll just walk down through the word here. Verse 10 says. With my whole heart. Have I sought thee. Let me not wander from thy commandments. With my whole heart. I have sought thee. All through the scripture. We're told that we should love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. All of our heart. And I want to talk about the whole heart this morning. If you'll turn over to the sixth chapter of the book of Genesis. In the sixth chapter of the book of Genesis, in verse 5, we see the very first use of the word heart in Scripture. God has determined that man has a wicked heart. Verse 5 says, and God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination Of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. The thoughts of his heart. Your heart includes your intellect. The heart is not only intellect, but when the scripture refers to your heart, it's referring. Here, the first time that heart is ever brought up in Scripture to your intellect. Look at the next verse. It repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. The second time the King James Bible uses the word heart, it's grief. It's your emotions. Our hearts are made up of our intellect, And of our emotion. And the third. Thing that our hearts are made up of. If you'll turn over. To the eighth chapter. Of the book of Genesis. Noah has. uh, Spent his time on the ark. He and his. Sons and their wives have been saved. Along with. The beast that were with him on the ark. And verse 20 tells us that Noah built an altar to the Lord. And that he sacrificed of the clean beast. And then verse 21 says this. God said, I will not again curse the ground for man's sake and the Lord smelled the sweet savor speaking of Noah's offering of the burnt sacrifice and the Lord said in his heart I will not curse the ground anymore for man's sake I will not your heart is is your intellect your heart is your emotions and your heart is your will verse 10 of one psalm 119 says that we are to give the lord our whole heart we are to give him our intellect we are to give him our emotions and we are to give him our will We are to seek him with our intellect. Guys, there's nothing in this Bible that contradicts science, no matter what anybody tells you. Science is observable and repeatable. And science has become something else today, it's become theory. That's not real science. If you ask the Lord, he will show you that you do not have to put your mind aside and trust him blindly. If you look at this word, 25% of it happened before, or was written before it ever happened. 25% of it was prophecy. And it's all come true. Everything except those things that are not scheduled to come true until the Lord takes his church out of here and returns. You don't have to check your intellect at the door to trust Christ. You can give him that part of your heart. If you will search these scriptures, you will find that truth. Your emotions is part of your heart. And when your emotion brings you to a broken heart because of what your sin caused Jesus to have to go through, that's when you're ready to get saved. Your will is part of your whole heart. And you choose Christ by an act of your will. God knows everything there is to know. He created everything that was ever created out of nothing spoke it into existence. Anything we've ever made, we made out of something that he spoke into existence. He gave us a free will, knowing when he gave us that free will what we would choose. He didn't make us choose, but he knew what we would choose. And when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, by an act of their will, they disobeyed God. He had already planned for Christ to be the answer and by an act of our will we can call on Christ and ask him to apply to us personally what he did on the cross and we can become his children as we talked about last Sunday if you look at uh, Matthew chapter 7 Somebody might be saying, well, that's the Old Testament. I believe you'll get a picture of your heart, your whole heart, in Matthew chapter 7. Look at verse 7. Ask. Ask. And it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. I think we ask with our intellect. I think that we seek with our emotions, and I think that we knock with our will. Ask God to apply to you personally what Christ did on the cross. Ask God how to deal with the situation that you find yourself in. Seek God like you would for something that was lost. Think about something you lost and couldn't find and how emotional you got about that. Knock. By an act of your will, choose. of your will it takes an act of your will to walk up to the door and knock on the door it takes an act of your emotions to come to the point that you feel like you need to do that with your intellect you believe this word you believe that God's there or you wouldn't ask him for anything. Have you given God your whole heart? Jesus Christ gave all for you. Jesus Christ left the throne of heaven and became a man. So that he could speak our language. So that he could be our example. So that he could show us the truth that the whole Old Testament teaches us. And we are not good enough on our own. We cannot keep the law. We are not what God demands, which is perfection. He proved that he was perfection. He never sinned, not one time, didn't have any sin to pay for. You hear that in this word, and with your whole heart, your mind and your emotions and your will, you say, I want what Jesus has provided. Have you given him your whole heart? Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Verse 11, Psalm 119. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. I wonder how many of us have memorized that scripture. Just that one scripture. Thy word have I hid in mine heart, that I might not sin against thee. I think probably a lot of us have. I cannot even begin to express to you the importance of memorizing Scripture. Memorizing the Word of God provides you with a timely word in whatever situation you find yourself. Jesus said This is inspired. It's God-breathed. Men put it down, but it came from God. The Bible tells us that Jesus experienced everything that we could ever experience so that he would know how we feel when we experience the things we experience. And the author and the finisher of our faith is the author of this book even though it took 40 men to write it down if we memorize scripture when we need a word from god it'll be there how much scripture do you memorize i cannot express the importance enough of memorizing scripture and i I'm a failure at that myself. I need to do it even more than I do. We need to have a timely word when a word is needed. And memorizing scripture is how we do that. We need it for ourselves. We need it to be a blessing to other people. You know, if the only time you hear the word of God is, is when you're in a worship service and somebody's preaching, It's kind of like a downpour of rain, just buckets of water falling inches at at a time on dry, hard ground. It hits the ground and it runs right off and it makes a mess. But if you will memorize Scripture on a schedule, determined by an act of your will, I'm going to memorize a scripture on such and such a schedule, whatever the Lord leads you to, then it's kind of like a gentle, steady rain. It finds good ground, and it's very beneficial to grow you in your faith to bring you to that continual cleansing, that sanctification that verse 9 speaks about. Have you memorized Scripture? If someone was to ask you how to be saved, do you know enough Scripture if you didn't have a Bible to tell them what the Word of God says? guys we need desperately to memorize scripture we need it so that we don't commit sin and we need it so that we can minister to other people verse 12 blessed art thou O lord teach me thy statutes have you ever heard somebody say i can't understand the bible Have you ever said, I just can't understand the scriptures? Guys, that could be a spiritual problem. John chapter 14, verse 26, says that the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. Jesus Christ said that. Perhaps you've got a spiritual problem if you don't understand Scripture. This is a spiritual book. The Bible says that those that worship God must worship Him in spirit and in truth. It's very plain in Scripture that when Adam and Eve sinned, their spirit immediately died. They didn't die physically that day, but their spirit died immediately, just like God said it would. And because Adam's spirit died, we're all born with a dead spirit that's why they call it being born again because your spirit has to be brought to life and if your spirit has never been brought to life you don't have a prayer of understanding this because it's the holy spirit that lives in you according to jesus in john 14 that teaches you all things could be a spiritual Have you ever surrendered your life to Christ? Everything that you are, everything that you ever hope to be, are you saved? Or, maybe, we just haven't prayed this prayer that the psalmist is praying here in the 12th verse of the 119th psalm. Lord, teach me thy statutes. Have you asked him earnestly? teach you to help you understand the scripture have you prayed this prayer Lord teach me thy statutes have you been asking him to do that have you been seeking for that are you by an act of your will studying trying to understand trying to learn asking the Holy Spirit to reveal to you ask With your whole heart, do you want to know his statutes? Verse 13. With my lips I have declared all the judgments of thy mouth. You know, without verses 11 and 12, it's going to be hard for us to declare the judgments of God. We have to uh, know them. And we have to ask him to help us to understand before we can declare them. But really, the question boils down to in verse 13 what do we love to talk about? Well, that tells a story, guys. That tells a story. What do you love to talk about? You know. If you see a good movie, you tell people that they should see that movie. If you go to the store and you get a good deal on something, you tell people where they can find a good deal. Do you love to talk about Jesus? Do you love to point to Jesus when you're in a conversation with somebody? Or would you rather point to some other hero of yours or even to yourself when you're in a conversation with somebody. Do we love to talk about Jesus? The psalmist does in verse 13. With my lips I have declared declared all all the judgments of thy mouth. Look at verse 14. I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much as in all riches. Nothing in this world is worth more than knowing that you have heard clearly from the Word of God. There's no joy like that. When you hear clearly from the Word of God, you know that the Holy Spirit is in you. You know that your salvation is true. You have that hope that is a done deal. Your faith might as well already be saved. Because you know it. When you hear clearly from the Lord, I can't even express to you how awesome that is. An example that that came to my mind when I was preparing this is the way I got involved with the uh, law enforcement chaplaincy. I had been preaching for a while. I had thought maybe the Lord was calling me to preach, but I had shared the gospel. Someone asked me a direct question. I would have had to lie to get out of saying, yes, yes, I believe the Lord has called me to preach. I, th- I thank Keith Spicer for that because he, he just asked me plain out. He said, do you ever feel like the Lord's calling you to preach? And I had been feeling that and running from it for a long time. And I would still, when I got an opportunity, I'd share the gospel wherever I was. But then after I surrendered to that, things began to fall in place with Raceway Ministries that I had been involved with since 1996, I think. And we ended up getting a chaplaincy course through Raceway Ministries that was taught by a law enforcement chaplain through a law enforcement chaplaincy organization. And then things began to fall in place for me to be involved with the sheriff's department. And the sheriff asked me to be ordained. And it just all fell into place just the way that you had to say God did that I didn't do that I did hear clearly from God that he wanted me to do that and when you, when you know that you know that you've heard from, from the word of God that you've heard from God himself I have rejoiced in the way of thy testimonies as much in, in all riches there's nothing worth more Nothing is worth more than knowing that you've heard from God. Does He speak to you? Does He speak to you clearly? There's so many ways that He confirms. When He's pointing me in a direction, He confirms it over and over and over again through His Word, through circumstances, through other people. He makes it impossible for me to not choose what He wants without going directly against Him by the act, by an act of my will. He's so good to speak to us. Verse 15, I will meditate in thy precepts and have respect unto thy ways. Guys, that's pretty simple. The more you pour in, the more He's going to be able to pour out through you. The more you pour in, the more that's just going to walk out of you naturally. If you continually meditate in the Scriptures, if you're pouring it in and you're pouring it in and you're walking along, it's splashing out. It's splashing out all over everybody that you come in contact with. And you will be able Have absolute confidence in what you are able to minister to people just by walking what you've learned from this Word. Verse 16. And we'll stop here today with the 119th Psalm. I will delight myself in thy statutes and will not forget thy word. I will delight myself in thy statutes and will not forget thy word. Guys, I've gotten busy before and let a couple of few days go by that I didn't spend real time in this word. But you can't forget without being miserable. If the word lives in you. If the word lives in you. You will not be able to stay away from it for very long. If the word lives in you. You will not be able to contain it within you. If you have. Respect for the Word of God. If you have assurance that the Spirit speaks to you through the Word of God, then you will be what Jesus said you will be. When Jesus came out of the wilderness, after He had been tempted, He said, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. If you've never trusted Christ, it's time to repent. Repentance is simply changing the direction of your life. The best way I've ever heard it described, if I was driving you down the road in your car and you asked me to turn, you'd be asking me to change directions. If I turned the car when you asked me to, we'd also be changing the director of the car. Because even though my hands were on the steering wheel, you'd be directing where we go. And that's what Jesus wants. He wants you to change the direction of your life from living for yourself to living for Him and living for others. And He wants to be the director of your life. By an act of your will, you can choose to do that. The next thing that He said... Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Guys, in order to be a fisher of men, you have to believe this Word. You have to be filled with the Spirit. And you have to be able to say, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him to not perish, but have everlasting life. You have to be able to say, he that believes has life. He that doesn't believe, not going to see life. You have to be able to say, God commended his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. You have to be able to say, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by Him. You have to be able to say to somebody, there's no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. You have to be able to say. And you have to be able to back it up through what you know, through who you know. That it's appointed unto man once to die, and after this to judgment. You have to be able to say. Death and hell will be cast into the lake of fire. That's the second death. And if you're born once, you have to die twice. But if you die to yourself, and you're born again, then you only have to die once. And when you draw your last breath on this earth, you will draw your next one in the presence of Jesus Christ. You have to have this in you before you can be what Christ saved you to be. Before you can do what Christ saved you to do. You've got to have this in you. If you're here or if you're listening and you've never placed your faith in Jesus Christ as your hope for heaven, You can do that today. He will change your life. He says that if you call on Him, you'll be saved. You've heard the word. It's true. Christ died for you. Will you surrender your life to Him? If you're here today and you're saved and you love Him, Are you respecting this Word? Are you growing to love it more and more and more? Is this as important to you as anything? The 119th Psalm is dead in the middle of these pages. It's right in the middle for a reason. It's all about this for a reason. This is how we live the faith that we have placed in Christ Miss Alicia if you would like to uh, sing a verse of something there are a few people here I'm going to walk down front and turn this microphone off and if you want to come I'll pray for you if you want to come and get on this altar it's open If you are watching my live stream or watching a recording, you can call on Christ wherever you are. You do not need anything except faith that His Word is true and that He will hear you and that He can save you if you're lost. And help you if you're saved. Faith. Forsaking all, I trust Him. Not trusting in how good you are, not trusting in how much money you give to good causes, not trusting in anything except what Christ did on the cross as your only hope for heaven. To do that, you have to invite Him to take control of you. You have to turn from your sin in yourself and you have to place your trust in what He did on the cross. Just call on Him today. Just call on Him today. Let's pray. Father, I pray that no one that hears this will be lost, but that everyone. That is heard. Your word. Will be saved. I know that's your will. I know you're not going to violate anybody else's will. I pray that people will choose you. That they will call on you. Tell you that they believe in you. Ask you to save them and change them. And take them to heaven when they die. With a heart's desire when they say those things to you. That whatever's left of their life belongs to you. I praise you for the day that I chose to do that by an act of my will. I pray people will choose to do that by an act of their will today. Have your way in this little invitation time, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. him he's as close as you calling to him call on him pray for each other pray for the church don't forget to give you can give online you can mail your gifts in 104 cypress street bristol tennessee 37620 you can bring it by but uh please don't come in put it in the slot the ladies will be here working the guys will be here working but uh, out of abundance of caution behind this COVID thing that seems to be in a little bit of a resurgence here in our area if you would when you bring something just slide it through the slot or knock on the door and leave it at the door let's, let's do the social distancing thing while we're staying spiritually close This evening, we will have a worship service at 6 o'clock, live streaming. And uh, once again, be safe, stay healthy. There will be people here. The doors will be unlocked. There will not be child care. Just watch online if you feel like that's the safe thing to do. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for your prayers for the church, for the academy, for the daycare, for this staff. Thank you, thank you for your prayers for the sick. Enjoy a Sabbath day's rest today. Let's pray. Father, as we go, Fill us with you. Let us be a blessing to someone as you blessed us. Keep us safe and healthy. Bring us back together soon when it's safe to do so. We love you. We praise you. We worship and adore you because you're worthy. In Jesus' name, amen.